Welcome to Primary Attribute, or a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper, or as more, it's more commonly called, the GM, and I use they them pronouns. Hey, my name is Adam, I play as Vons, we both use he him pronouns. Vons is right now, he's got a new toy, he's got the zoomies, he's overly energetic, it's a whole problem. I'm Aaron. I play Ericene. Uh, I use she or they pronouns. Ericene uses she, her pronouns. Uh, Ericene's just, you know, having a, having a time down in the depths. Her <laughs> best friend and her other best friends and just trying real hard to make sure nobody gets killed. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor. I am the halfling wizard. We both use she, they pronouns. She, her pronouns. I'm sorry, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Don't don't mind me. Um, and uh, Wealthy's fuming a little bit, so I don't know how helpful she's going to be down here right now. Whether she's going to be a help or a hindrance. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the kobold illusionist slash mechanic. And we both use he, him pronouns. Uh, right now, Grix is uh, Grix is concerned about his friend, and uh, he he's trying to get all of his other friends to, you know, get their head in the game. <laughs> that may be an uphill battle with this group, but I believe in you. Cool. Um, segways. What are they? How do they work? No one knows. Aaron, would you like to do the recap? Please? Yes, I would. Uh... So, Ericene helps Jaspar collect and don his grandmother's thotty, thotty armor from the attic. They also collected a huge amount of rations, enough for everyone for at least a day, probably more. Vons purchased a helm and went back to his den to gather potions and supplies. Ricks and Wealthy went to tell Purity what we're up to and went to add our names to the list of missing persons. We took the freight elevator down to level 6, where the Ruladrin production and its associated power junction are. In the power junction room, we, ran, we ran into Theopolis, who pointed us in the direction he had last seen Cog going three days before. We followed the magic conduit to where it turned down to the next level in the middle of a multi-path intersection, and although the hole for the magic conduit was technically big enough for a kobold to have shimmied down, Ericene ended up finding a chalk mark by one of the paths that seemed to show that Cog went that way. No cliffhanger again, just the decision to follow that kobold marking. Whoa! Yay! Kobold marking following. What was that? I was celebrating kobold marking following while I awkwardly grabbed my computer that has all my notes in it. Oh no! <laughs> because stuff is on my laptop right now, which is fine that it's in. A borderline incomprehensible free-writing prose? Maybe less fine. We'll find out. <laughs> but alright. So you are... At this intersection, there is a giant-ass glowing conduit just sort of hanging out, going down, which you have decided to not follow, and you have found a chalk mark on the path that is going out to the east-ish relative to the way I drew the map in my notebook. There are also three other exits and the one you came in from. Uh, so the, it's the cardinal directions, right? No. No. Um, but the way you are going is roughly east. Okay. And then there's one going to kind of like north-northwest. I think there's another one going northeast. And one going like south-southeast. 
So, which direction are y'all going? Uh, e- east. We're yep. following, we're following the, the, the cog. Yeah, mark. we're following the cog. Right. Mark. Yeah. You're off to see the wizard, uh-huh. wonderful wizard of Oz, by which I mean cog. Um. All right. Yes. So, following the chalk yes. marks, heading east. Uh, yes. Grix is pushing on ahead, and Grix. Uh, I don't have a light source or anything, but I'm just. Uh... I have the lamp. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. Know. I also believe. Aaron I think Grix has dark vision. I have dark vision. Yeah. Yeah, but Aerosene has a lamp. Those of you without dark vision, um, you now officially need a light source to see. Um, okay. Wait a second. I think I have d- dusk vision. You do, I believe, that still requires some light source. Yeah. Is that the one that specifically requires it to be natural light, or is that else? Um, let's see. Dusk vision. Starlight and moonlight. Distinguished color. No enhanced vision underground and torchlight are under similar. Okay. Yep. So, you're in the same boat. So, um... Uh, much to Wealthy's chagrin, um, uh, Ericene had lit the lamp. Yeah. So I've fallen back to the back because I'm, I'm, I'm being an, uh, a, a temperamental child. No. Yes. And I put, Aaron, do you happen to, wait, you're half elf, not enough. Time to look up what's a, a Jasper. Everyone loves rules aside, uh-huh. rules aside, rules aside. Okay. Yes. Vaughn's has low light vision. I don't know what okay, that means. Okay, so it basically uh, means as long as the lamp is going, you can see further than a lot of them. Like, dim light doesn't affect you. Right, this is And the lamp is pretty much dim light by default. So, yeah, it doesn't have to be natural, apparently. Ooh, I can distinguish color. Yes. <laughs> um, Grix, with your dark vision, note that you cannot distinguish color while using the dark vision itself. That's fine. You're just getting shades of gray. I'm used to that, because, yeah. Yeah, I'm used to that. Yeah, okay, so... An Ericene is a half-elf of elven lineage, correct? Yeah, I don't have that. I don't I don't have dark vision at all. You can see further than humans in just about every circumstance, including torchlight. Sure, but, like, that's not... <laughs> yeah, it's not full dark vision. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if something comes up where the amount of light the lantern is giving is actually important, versus, like, you know a bright overhead light or something like that, you will be fine. It kind of sounds like in, whatever, uh, 60 feet maybe, if it, if it gets a lot darker by so then. Not, not that far. Because um, think about like a candle, right? Or a hand lantern. They don't actually go that far. And then they wreck your dark vision beyond that. Right. Cool, and elves have twilight vision, which is basically exactly what we were just talking about for Aerosene. So after traveling maybe 60 feet or so, then it's going to be darker? Does it look darker ahead? Yes. it. As, as you walk away from that conduit, the light drops off precipitously. That conduit was not super bright. It was just kind of like, have you ever had those cheapo little like fiber optic display things? They just kind of glow at the tips. It's like that, with five billion of them. So it ends up being pretty bright, while not actually being a particularly strong light source. Like at Right, its base you can level. mostly just see the light source itself more than anything that it's casting. Right. Yeah, 
and like you could get some kind of soft light going on around but now you're working with a single lantern and there's a bunch of you and you're in a cave so there's a lot of shadows moving around and all of that you're basically moving in dim light as long as you're moving carefully you'll probably be fine but basically everyone except grix is having to kind of move a little more carefully to not bash their head into low overhangs and kind of trip over stuff that comes up like your depth Perception is getting a little bit messed up because of the light and stuff like that. So pretty dim, but there's no penalties right now. But if you get like 20, 30 feet ahead, you're going to get to the point where you're basically, you know, going from a moonlit evening inside a building where you just can't see once or too far past the door until you find a light. Okay, well, I know that Vaughn's has... Uh, a little bit of spell here. He's not going to cast it until he feels like he has to, though, and I don't know how long these sorts of things last. Come on, stupid Ericene's carrying a lamp! Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, well, so long <laughs> as Ericene's got a lamp, then I guess we have future. to stick close to, to Ericene for the time uh-huh. being. Yeah, Ericene's carrying a lamp. That's why Wealthy is being <laughs> such a little whatever over there. Just like a sulky baby. Pouting. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, she's pouting. She's full of pout. <laughs> but yeah, if you get if you get trapped and if any of you get trapped off on your own or the lantern breaks or whatever, we can we can do the inventory sheet party where we try to figure out what the hell you have you can make light with. But until then, we don't need to worry about well, it. Well, I have I can cast what? light. Yeah, I do have the now. ability to cast light. Yes. Yes. I, I mostly meant people who are not spellcasters who have light on their spell list. <laughs> I figure you're good. All right. Yeah. So yeah, forging ahead, uh, looking for more marks, looking for off tunnels, looking for any signs of uh, activity. Cool. So Grix is forging off ahead. Um, because Grix is Grix and zipping ahead a little bit, especially because he's not going to be slowed down the same way you all are. Um, he has been kind of like you can just see him at the edge of the lantern <laughs> vision kind of thing. <laughs> Like, you kind of see his tail. Or, you know, he drops back a little bit, and then he goes forward, and he's kind of like... You can vaguely see a shadow up ahead moving around, but that's about it. I almost want to be like... Uh... Hey, Grix, like... Like, how much can you see... How much can you see in the dark? Like... Eh, uh, just, just good? Good, fine? Why? Well, it's like, every time that you, like get out of the, you know, pool of light, like, we can't see you at all, and, like, you know, if we can't see you, how are we gonna, like, help you if something happens, you know? Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. I'll, uh, I'll stay in the light. Okay, thanks, that's, I mean, <laughs> mostly I just am worried that something's gonna happen and we won't know until we come upon your dead little body. Yeah, I'll stay in the light. Thanks! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so y'all keep going along. I'm going to assume Grix is still in front, though. Yeah. Um, so you're making your way along. I need I need wisdom checks from everybody. Always a wisdom check. Mm-hmm. It is always a wisdom check. Well, just because I have dice doesn't mean they're open or anything. Oh, that's right. Jasper's here, which means I need to actually roll dice for him. 
I got a perfectly middling 10. And that's total? Yep. Golden 11, <laughs> add this. Oh, you crit. I got a nat 1. Oh my oh, god, I got a nat 1. Yay! Okay, well I rolled, I, I got the biggest roll here. I rolled an 11 and I'm adding the 3, so that's 14 for me. Whoa. Okay, it's all good. So, all of you rolled complete dog shit. Oh yeah, it was bad. Real bad. Hey! I rolled over 10! <laughs> you did. It's true. <laughs> Grix, please make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Is a saving throw different than a check? No. Okay. Well, you might have something that gives you a bonus specifically to saving throws. I don't think you have anything that does that. Uh, I do not. Unless this is an illusion attacking me. I'll never tell. Okay, well, I get a plus also one no. if it is an illusion. Okay. Oh, that's actually quite good. 17, 19, 19, and it's not a highlighted stat. Damn, nice. All right, Grix, you're, you're walking along. You're focused ahead. And you manage to stop yourself a claw's breadth from falling into a hole that just kind of opens up before you as it comes into view. It was kind of over a little bit of a rise, and you're in the light, so your dark vision's kind of fucked right now. But you manage to stop yourself right above what, because you have dark vision, you can see down it a good bit. Looks to be a pretty deep vertical shaft. That would hurt. That's going pretty much straight down. Yeah, look out, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this thing's about like eight feet around. Um gonna say if Grix wants to take a very careful look, I can try to figure out exactly what you could see from up here down there, but Uh uh I'm gonna look to see if there's any sign of somebody having fallen. I definitely wanna look for that. Or having climbed down. Uh you do not see yeah, you don't see because you got a pretty good wisdom check, so I'll just roll that this into that. Um yeah, you don't see anything that makes you think someone went down there like there's no crumpled body at the bottom there's no you know scattered items there's no rope or like a pitten or anything that you can see so yeah it doesn't look like anyone really went down there okay it just looks like a deep hole with some cobwebs and some dust and some mold and stuff that's fair um wealthy's gonna pipe up from the back grix do you have any idea what this might be uh, sometimes there's holes <laughs> Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> um, can I do like an investigation check or something um, to like see if I can see anything? I want to give the lamp to like, I think I want to give the lamp to Jasper and just make him like hold it up because he's, he's the tallest of all of us, and, you know. With the heels. With the heels, yeah. Finally, a chance to use my finishing school diploma and be a lamppost. <laughs> Erisine can see that he's smiling when he says that. <laughs> She'll like poke him in the side a little bit. But yeah, he holds it up high for you, and um, you're taking a look down as well. Right? I want to look around. Like, I mean, is it like is the is it just a hole? Is it a hole with like stuff on the other side? Like, I don't understand. All you've ah. said is that it's a oh. hole and that it looks deep. It's true. Yeah. Sorry, I got caught up in telling Wit that he could look down it if he wanted before mentioning that it is eight feet across, but that is not the entire width of the passage, and the passage does continue on beyond it. 
Um, Does it look like a natural hole? Yes. Okay, so it's not it's not an engineered hole. No. Does it look like something collapsed? No. Or does it just look like they may have built it or built around the hole? Uh. In yes. which case, why the hell aren't they putting um, guardrails around holes? They didn't build any of Aracene, these. Doesn't seem very safe. Aracene and wealthy make an intelligence check. <laughs> Oh, that's not very good. 11 and uh, that's 13 for me. Uh, that is uh, 17. 17 for me. All right. Wealthy, you're wondering what the hell is up with this hole. You vaguely remember reading something about a cave preservation society being real weird about gargoyles once. Oh, you're also for pretty God's sure sake. that doesn't apply here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ericene. Okay, I don't know how either of you would know this beyond just looking real closely because I don't think it came up in any of your classes. But from what you can tell, this appears to just be a natural downward passage within this actual passage. Given that you have been, you have now walked past where that um, cable dropped down, and given the area that you're in and looking around like the cave that you're actually standing in and not just that particular hole, this looks like it's just a natural cavern of some sort and not engineered in any meaningful way so it's very possible this was just here when they dig the tunnel well they didn't dig this tunnel is what i'm saying oh okay i i mean i thought that we were in the part of the the mountain where like all of the tunnels are natural unless they're very obviously carved you know man-made yeah much like when you got in that little twisty passage area a while back, and it just kind of started off of one intersection of the more built stuff. Uh-huh. You're at the point where they kind of only built things out if they needed to, and usually they were just running things along caverns, but like there were no important parts. And yeah, you've gotten to the point where it's going to be vast majority natural caverns and not anything they carved beyond, like, for example, cutting a hole through the floor to drop a um, cable down it, assuming that hole wasn't there already and they didn't just widen it or something. Sure. But yeah, you've gone to the point where they're working with the natural environment rather than shaping it. Does anyone have, like, a stick or something? Like, we could, like, you know, feel out if there's any more holes, because, like, this isn't the first hole we've seen. There was that hole we had to go around with the beetle that one time. Um, I'm carrying my quarterstaff, which, you know, mm. being a, ha- a halfling, I'm it's not very big, but Mainstaff. I hand it to Grix so that he can use it um, to feel the floor in front of him so he doesn't come within a claw's breadth of falling into holes again. Alright. All right. I'll give him a sizable bonus to not falling down I'll, uh, into any sort of hole. I'll tippy-tap my way down the hallway. Alright, you guys. Oh, are... we need to... Do we edge past the, the hole? Yeah, you can okay. totally okay. edge past it. It was just, it was kind of in the center, so... Got it. Adam, are we doing it right? Oh god, I'm suddenly finding myself in this situation where I would actually be better at navigating this than Vaughn's. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is only the first time that's happened. <laughs> Unfortunately, saying, but, but, well, one stumbles through a lot of life. <laughs> but personal relationships, yes, and maybe, maybe I would be better at my personal relationships than Vaughn's. I'm not actually sure. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but stumbling through the dark, yeah, I'd hella be better at that than Vaughn's. Um, although he can see better. Uh, gotcha. Maybe call that a coin toss. <laughs> yeah, no, I was considering the whole breadth of things. 
but I definitely have a stick that Vaughn's doesn't have. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and honestly, very honestly, like my first set of thoughts on this were like, my God, uh, how does somebody leave without their cane? <laughs> 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 so, yeah, uh, lacking that, I really don't know what Vaughn's would do apart from like sniffing it out and being careful. Uh, Vaughn's heard Grix say a thing, and I'm sure that uh, a... So, is this pit resulting from an intersecting tunnel? I think we'd have to go down to find out for sure. Yeah. Is there much. a way back up for sure? No. Do we know no. about that yet? Back up the okay. hole that you came down. Back up from the hole that exists. The this If we were to go down the hole, would there be a way back yeah, up? It, there's no lever at the bottom that, you know, deploys a ladder that comes back up. Here. Did I find any? Like, did I find like any markings with my investigation? Like, okay. No. Or you you've determined that there were no markings. Then basically. I would really love to just like move on yeah. from this fucking hole that we have spent <laughs> so much time on. It's a fucking hole. Yeah, it's just a hole. I was gonna say like if we were <laughs> like let's just go. Uh-huh. Have we? <laughs> Have we pondered uh-huh. it enough yet? I feel like Have we contemplated dude, the hole? I feel like we need I will to contemplate just go. a hole. I want to find Cog. Yeah, no. Well, On here's the, the thing. What if Cog fell down the hole? That's what we're looking for. Didn't find any evidence. We're going on. Yep. Do you Hey, hey Grix, do you think Vaughn's a, or sorry. Hey Grix, do you think Cog would fall down a hole? Oh no, uh Cog, uh, Cog's Cog can see as good in the dark as I can. Okay, then, so you figure Cog's probably not down there, then? Yeah, no, no, he's, 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 he's probably not. I mean, there'd be evidence. Like, there'd be there'd be scratch marks on the floor. You, you could tell. Or like a, or like a dead Cog? Yeah, At yeah, the bottom yeah. of the hole? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're tapping the floor, you're kind of... It catches on ridges and stuff occasionally, because, again, natural cavern, but you... Get the rhythm of it. I um, took my lamp back so that uh, Jasper has free hands to be able to make his map. Cool. Why you don't you mark the? I, I, I tell, I tell Jasper. Why don't you, Jasper, um, mark the hole on the map so that we can have somebody come down here and put damn uh, guardrails around the hole. I mean, I also put it on there so we wouldn't fall down it on the way back. But well, that's good because sure. because I'm gonna I'm gonna present this to my boss because I think we need guardrails around these holes. But like, no one comes uh, down here. I am offended that there are no guardrails around these holes. Well, like, isn't yeah, there something fair. where like they can just like shape stone or something? Can't they just like? Fill it uh, in hey. or something. Yeah. yeah hey, yeah. Jaspar, do you want to just leave a note here for the uh, the ADA um, upgrades? <laughs> we'll just uh, listen. I'm gonna cut a ticket we'll... right now. I'm gonna cut a ticket. Everything's fine. There we go. We'll we'll uh, we'll mark that off for city hall later. I feel it's important, oh, like a ramp a or something. Like there could at least be a ladder down there. We don't know. Could be something important going on. We'll do that later. I take detailed notes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad no one can see my face buried in my hands. <laughs> we could hear it. Hey. We 
We could hear it when you we're started taking, talking. We're, we're taking this whole very, very seriously. Accessibility is important. Ian, you produce it's so very few things for us that are not plot relevant that we 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 thought it was plot relevant. This is plot. plot it is a plot hole. <laughs> God fucking damn it, that was good. <laughs> I'm mad at you now. All right, you. We have left the hole behind. Yes, you you have your righteous indignation about a natural cavern. (laughs) All right. So, what do we get to? What do do, uh, do we get to? What's the next thing? All right, so um, you go and you head on over to further up the passage. You so you keep on going. You, um, Grix, you notice. After you were, you were walking for about like five minutes before you hit the hole, the landmark of doom, and made your way around it. And it's been another few minutes, and Grix, you notice that your uh, your stick keeps catching a little more often until you quickly realize that you're on a fairly subtle but present upward slope. Um, but just you know, a hundred or so yards past where you've realized that you find a door. Whoa set into the cave um it appears to have been uh, it appears to have been bricked in at some point and then the door is set in the brick ah okay so the door is is across the tunnel so we have to get through the door in order to continue through the tunnel yes okay oh weird is this normal uh i don't know there's all sorts of weird stuff down here <laughs> It's stuff like doors. Unprecedented from Griffin's experience. Yeah, we've read okay. into stuff like this. Do people typically build doors right after big holes? This is several hundred yards later. Oh, right. several hundred yards. Damn, we moving. Okay. Yeah, well, we had that yeah. whole conversation you, you, about uh, filling in the hole and guardrails and shit. Right, right. The whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a door. Uh, I. <laughs> I'm gonna listen. I want to listen, and no one talk while I'm listening because I will find a way to hurt you for it. And Ericene stares straight at Vons. It, it sounds like a door, but I mean, like, <laughs> seems very what stoic. Does it sound honestly. like on the other side of the door. Oh, psh. that's what you mean. Um, all right, uh, roll a listen check. Also, this is a. From Grix's experience, probably thin, but it is a stone door. You can make a door out of stone? Yes. Okay. So y'all don't have a lot of wood, you have a lot of stone, so... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with that. Um, it's just gotta be a lot of work. Uh, that is... 16 total? Alright, and... Listen, enter wisdom for you. Um, it's wisdom. Okay. So, and a secondary attribute for you, because secondary yes. attribute for everyone in this party. Um, cool. So you listen closely at the door, but you don't hear anything really. Okay. Um, I would like to check for traps. All right. Roll an intelligence check for me, please. That one 
is an 11, and intelligence is a prime primary attribute for me. You are confident that this door is not trapped. Um, I'm going to turn back to everyone and be like, do you think we should just try to open it, or? That's right, you got to knock first. I'll, I'll knock. <laughs> How do you no, knock no, at no, a no, stone no, door? No, I, I, I shake my hands. <laughs> just joking, just joking, just joking. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, I can't tell when you're joking. I thought no, I could, sorry. but I apparently Cobalt I can't. Humor is, Cobalt humor Although is, that's uh, relevant, if somebody goes through the trouble of making a stone door, there's probably a reason behind it, right? Like, that's gotta be hard to get through. There's a lot of stone doors. Stone is... Are there? Stone is the most... Yes. What does that hinge look like? Stone is the most plentiful resource in this place. There isn't. There aren't trees. There's not metal. It's stone. Everything is stone. Everything around you is stone. <laughs> the doors are stone. So yeah, the hinges may be heavy iron if they are not also magically. This gotta stone be like for that level eight of, of precision. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, not necessarily. Okay. I don't know why. Like. So Vaughn, Vaughn's while questioning the engineering of this whole situation is just like, yeah, it's fine. It starts like putting his paws also on the door to getting ready to push it open. Yeah. So does it have, the store is does it have a latch? Yeah. There's basically a, a, um, it has a latch. There's basically a small grab handle, um, sticking out and there's very obviously a slot. So you would take it from the right-hand side, and pull it over to the left, and this is semi Right, so Vaughn's is pushing on this that door. Stay in. Yeah, no, you do nothing. You succeed in nothing because it right. is still latched shut. <laughs> and it's a pull door. So Vaughn's is just being moronic and pushing on a door that you pull. Um, We've seen that far side. I'm gonna, oh, yeah. like, throw the latch then. <laughs> okay, you throw the latch, and... Uh, the door opens inward <laughs> and Vaughn's falls through. <laughs> I'm gonna like try to catch him. Like just like by the by the back uh, Dex- of the, you know, cloak or whatever. Uh Dex check. It's a sixteen and dexterity is one of my prime stats. Ooh. Yeah, Vaughn's you're uh, you're stumbling forward until you feel a firm hand on the back of your cloak. Ah! As you are caught right before falling. And wonders for a moment how he suddenly became weightless. God, is that you? <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, like, grab the lantern from Jasper. It basically, if I have to do something with both of my hands, I'm gonna hand the lamp back to Jasper and then take it yeah. back when uh, it's time to move again. Um, so okay. that's what I did before, and now I'm gonna like take the yeah. take the lamp back and like kind of just like put my arm with the lamp into like whatever the space is, assuming that it, like we opened the door and it wasn't like light suddenly or something. Yeah, it was not. So yeah, you stick your arm in. I double check 
that I know where you are on my map. <laughs> yeah, how far have we traveled? A few hundred yards from your starting position. What time of day is it? Late. I going to say early evening. Okay. Okay. Well, I sure hope I'm right about where this is. Because <laughs> I'm wrong, I'm about to be very confused. All right, so yeah, you uh, you stick your arm in with the lantern, which lights up a neat manufactured, like very obviously carved, and in some places, like, you know, filled in, tiled, whatever, um, as needed, hallway directly across from you. Like, the hallway itself is maybe 10 feet wide, probably a little bit narrower. Directly across from you, there is a door going into some larger room that you can see a dull glow coming from, Excuse me, but you can't see far enough into it to know exactly what's going on there. The hall dead ends very quickly to your right, like within, you know, two or three feet. Pretty much got carved just past the door that's across from you and the door it came in. And then um, to your left, the hall extends. And then you can kind of see in the shadows that there's a, a right turn not too far away from you down that way. Okay, so are we at like an L? You are at, you're at a T, but you're coming in from one of the like tines. Okay. And you said there's a space where, where light appears to be coming from? Yeah, there's a doorway directly across from you. And beyond that, there appears to be some source of light. But hmm. Well, that's the most interesting thing. Yeah, that say. seems the most. Yeah. But does that necessarily mean it's safe? Oh, gosh, no. But, like, if we're looking for COG, I imagine COG has a light source or something like that going on around them. Well, I mean... Yeah, if COG was alone... But he can, like, see in the dark, so yeah. not really. Yeah, yeah. If he was uh. alone out, the kid have something. Oh, good thinking. It's like I uh, I tap my metal helmet, and I'm like, yeah, I see this, see this little hook on the front here? I can put a candle on that, but uh, uh, I don't need it. Mm. Um, Ericene is gonna, I guess, usher everyone in the door, and then give the lamp to Jaspar again, and, like, go investigate that light all right um i'm gonna follow er wealthy's gonna follow erisine um because i have detect magic and uh this may be a good place to use it if we decide that that's a that's a warranted action okay um i will get out one of my uh dirks just not with the not with the poison but just just one of my dirks yeah a standard yeah. dirk okay you kind of all pile into the hall, and then Ericene and Wealthy make their way into the next room, Sans Lantern. And your eyes adjust pretty quickly to what you realize is a pretty big space. So, or at least it feels really big. The ceiling goes up a decent amount. But basically what you find is there is a large stone wall in front of you, but like to your left and right, there are basically corners around it in both directions. Um, so you basically entered what seems to be another T intersection right away, except for the fact that on this opposite big wall, um, you also see that there are a quite large number of magical conduits running up this wall um, from the floor and into the ceiling. I'm going to wave Grix in. All right. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, because Grix has a lot more. Obviously, he has a lot more experience than either one of us does. I think that if we just, I think we should just all go that way. Like, clearly this is, like, okay. some sort of, you know, 
Vons Vons follows uh, trepidatiously. All right, you're all in this big room. There's a giant wall thing in front of you covered in conduits and about 40 feet or so to each side of you. Um, you can see that that wall ends, but like the path you're on, for lack of a better word, goes around it on both sides. Uh, I'm going to go and take a look at the conduits and see if there's any instrument panels or any any like diagnostic stuff that Cog might have checked if he had been in here. Okay. And I'm gonna go with Grix because I'm I'm learning on the job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aracene's gonna be like, so. isn't? I mean, so like you told us that like his journal had like a lot of readings from all over the place. Do you think this is one of the places that he checked readings? What if you check? Well, that's right. What if you check the journal? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, that's that's why we came down to this area because this was the like the last area that he had been checking. Yeah, this is. From Grix's, you know, map of everything and y'all's cross-referencing of the locations. The power junction you came from, where Theophilus was at, was like the last distinct place that there were readings from in Cog's journal. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, no worries. Um, Yeah, so that's why we're here and that's why we're heading in kind of this direction. Yeah, and I totally remembered that that Cog's had a journal. (laughs) Huh? You're the one who deciphered it. <laughs> I know, but I had forgotten about it. Cries and GM. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Grix, also just make a quick intelligence check for me, please, as you look all of this over. Intelligence check, you said? Yes, please. Alrighty. Hot damn. That's not awesome. Uh, Twelve? Okay. And it's a highlight stat. Yeah, that's fine. Let's pass. Okay. Um, yeah, so you give this a look. You realize a couple of things. One, um, first off, this isn't part of your intelligence check. It's just something Grix and Wealthy both notice as they get up to this. It's really warm next to these conduits, much like when you were walking down next to that bigger conduit. It's uncomfortably warm, especially right here and kind of in the rest of the room as well. It's standing next to an open oven door warm. And Grix, you know, if you touch it, it is not hot enough to hurt you. It's just uncomfortable, like picking up a rock that's been in the sun too long. Um, But yeah, so you notice that um, there aren't any instrument panels. And you do note that all of these conduits are very clearly like bolted, I guess, or otherwise attached to the wall going up. Um, Like they're very closely attached. Unlike that cable, which just kind of sort of got ran along the ground and dumped down that hole that you were following. Um. Like, this is the stiffer kind of conduit that you know about and are more familiar with, um, and it's been mounted as close to this wall as it can be. And you do also note that there are cutouts in the ceiling and floor, and you have, you've dealt with some of these before. They're pretty standard. Um, the main annoying thing about dealing with things that run through walls and floors like this is that to maintain them, you have to basically shut down the power, cap off the ends, like cut into the conduit, pull it out, and then put in a replacement. Um, and then either have a usually have a magic person fuse them together and or um put kind of a reinforcement clamp on it, like in the area where you were in that explosion when you went back to it later on. Um Got it. So it's Cat 6 cabling. Yeah, but I'm gonna say it doesn't look like any of that's been done here. And from your 
it just looks like it's all in good shape. Okay. Um, but yeah, all pretty standard. Um, okay. Um, and I see no signs of Cog having been here. I guess with that, 12. Um, I think you only see this because you know what to look for. Um, you see a couple of very light scratches in the stone next to one of these conduits which you recognize as being the telltale signs of using one of the portable, for a very generous definition of portable, measuring devices. I was wondering um, what we had for those. Yeah, it's kind of like a big magical multimeter. Okay. Um, so yeah, you put some tines on, or, you know, basically get them fixed to the sides of the conduit, uh -huh. or in it a little bit, uh -huh. if you're feeling real spicy that day, I guess. <laughs> but it needs, like, good, solid contact. Yeah. And... You can technically stab these into the conduit without rupturing the conduit. It's just not, you know, great practice over time. Um, but anyway, yeah, you see marks that indicate that someone probably took a measurement here at some point. But it's also a warm, dry area without a lot of airflow. So, you know, you can't tell the age of these marks, but. Okay. Uh, and what, uh, sorry, the exits from this room? Uh, right now, you can only. You only know about the one that's behind you. Okay. There may be others. You're not sure. You have not walked to either end of this wall to find out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's uh, search the room. So we got. Okay. Should we? Do y'all want to split into two little groups and go around each end, or? Oh, don't split the party. That's always a bad idea. <laughs> that's never been a bad idea. What are you talking about? Half of our episodes are us having split the party. That's true. Don't split the party. It fucks up the pace. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, we do split our episodes in half the party, but it's all, or half the episode. We do split our party in half of the episodes. Did I say that right? It's hard to yes, tell. I can't remember that far. Nailed back. it. So, um, yes, we do that, but it's typically for like conversational <laughs> reasons. The whole party stands in a semicircle, staring at Vaughn's, trying to talk to Gray. <laughs> Badly. Would that have yeah. made it any more awkward? I'm not sure that's possible. <laughs> um. That was a quality episode. I just listened to it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Vaughn's is the epitome of awkward. It's true. Anyway, how are you searching this room? Well, like, none of us know what to, like, look for except you, Grix. Yeah, yeah. Just spread out and see if there's anything weird. I think Vaughn's best uh, ability, best sense for this kind of thing is to just kind of sniff it out, see if he recognizes any uh, activity lately. All right. So y'all spreading out, like Rick said. Yeah, I'm gonna go around the thing with Urshans. I'm gonna follow Rick's. Please remind my last pagan ass which direction Wittershins is. Uh, counterclockwise, apparently. I had to look Thank it up because I can never remember either. All right. Um, I will take... Uh, I will uh, drag Vaughn's along with me to the other to the other um, opening and go there. Okay. And I'll just kind of, like, look back at Jaspar and, like, shrug. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you like, want to do, dude. You make your own choices. <laughs> it's going to be like one of those uh, where the dog is between the two owners and they're both trying to get it to come. And... 
ghastly looking bolt I don't Except care. I don't know Jasper. Which way he goes. <laughs> Jasper comes with you and uh, okay. Grix. You being Eresy <laughs> and Grix. Um, I've, I've got this impression like Jasper is here because he felt like, well, if I, if I don't follow these guys, one of them's going to hurt themselves. I feel like he followed us because he was like, okay, like if they find the kobold that's missing and the kobold that's missing is like really, really injured. Who the fuck is going to carry him back? (laughs) That did come up. (laughs) And he like looked around the table and was like, everyone here is a weakling. (laughs) You pretty much said, what's y'all's plan about this? Yeah. And everyone was like, uh. <laughs> we have Heresy, no plan. the best fighter can carry him and have her hands full the entire way back. Just drop him when the, at the first sign of anything happening so I can fight, pick him back up. It's like fucking Splinter Cell. Have him cross your shoulders, draw your gun, just drop him four feet to the floor. <laughs> Uh, sure. I've never played that, but sure. Splinter Cell fucking rules, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> FPSs are not for Aaron. It's a third-person stealth game, thank you very much. <laughs> Those can also be for Aaron. Thing, not for Aaron. <laughs> uh, Wait, this is very important, how dare you. Um, so, uh, let's see. Who do we go to first? Uh, the Grix, Erisene, Jaspar crew. No, do the other ones first. Okay, or that. Vons is okay. sniffing around. Does Vons find anything by sniffing the, the floor? Uh, you do not. I mean, the smell's kind of musty and dusty and old. And also very dry, probably because it's so warm in here. And So yeah, there's been um, nothing going on in here for days. Yeah, not that you can tell. I mean, I'm going to say your sniffer's pretty sensitive, but it's also not like... doesn't give you those... Aragorn level tracking abilities of just like ah someone walked through here three days ago and they had a garlic oh sandwich. sure like no no it's it's yeah, looking like, for like uh so just about any like human can detect if a door's been opened in a given space within the last like amount of time right like we can tell how how long something's been left alone yeah. And this doesn't smell like it's been particularly either cooped up or like the air feels a little bit stale, but uh-huh. you also don't see any, you don't see any active ventilation. So okay. we don't see any footprints or, or fingerprints or anything in the dust. None of the common clues. Uh, yeah. If you want to be looking for footprints or fingerprints, I will need a wisdom check. <laughs> We should start calling this secondary attribute, because <laughs> wisdom checks. What the hell? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I must have put it. Back. Oh so nope. I just. I just got a Why two on the I die. That's not getting out. me anywhere. Sorry, Adam. What'd you say? I got. I rolled a two on the die uh, with a plus zero to wisdom. So I guess that puts All me right. at a five. Um. That's. Five plus, I think that's three. Yeah, so I got eight. Okay. I think the thing you do notice while trying to do this is that there just isn't a lot of dust on the floor here, like pretty much any at all. Um, It looks like if there was anything left over from its construction, it's gone away at some point, and 
from the smell and the kind of just feel of the space, you get the impression this isn't exactly a commonly trafficked area. So, okay, so we don't see anything where we would. St- so this is its own separate room from wherever Grix and Ericene and Jasper have gone. We don't see them. Um, well, you don't see them because you went around a wall, but right. But but we went around a wall. And we didn't we didn't come out in the same room. Right, at least. Okay. Do we have? Do we see a door at the end of this room at some point in this room? So what you see as you come around this corner is, um, there is. So this is like there were like twenty feet or so between twenty thirty feet. I know I said a number before. It's whatever I said then. Um, between like that door you came in and the wall with the conduits. That distance stays very uniform as you go around this corner, except it's between, you know, this new facing and the wall on the other side. Um, the On the left-hand side, you see, like, a double-wide um, door opening out onto, like, from what you can see, which isn't great, but your low-light vision's pretty good as you get closer. Um, it looks like kind of like the same hallway you came in from originally, that same kind of hallway. Okay. And you're, you know, walking around. Um, you do see also ahead of you that the passageway thing you're in cuts to the right again. And this wall appears to be about as long as the wall you started in front of. Oh god, it's a fucking maze. Or it's a square. <laughs> no, it's a fucking maze. <laughs> All right. Um, also, as you walk past that door on the left, you see that there is... Because I'm assuming you go peek your head out or something, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you see that it is another hallway. Although you're having trouble seeing at this point, because you're pretty far away from the, uh, the conduit, so you don't have a light source. Um, and you do also see kind of another door on the other side, but the interior of it is too shadowed for you to really see what's there. It's also a double-wide door. Okay, I look at Vaughn's. I look at Vaughn's and I say, um, I don't think we should go exploring without the others. Oh yeah, the trail was warmer back there. Okay, let's go back let's go back and wait for them to come back and, and let us know what's going on. Okay. And then we can all make a decision together. Uh huh. Alright. Aerosene and Grix. Yep. You're walking along, you're having a grand old time. Yep. I shockingly need both of you to make wisdom checks. Whoa! In a stunning twist. Unprecedented in this session. <laughs> unprecedented in the game. Oh! You know. Okay. That is a 16 for me. Uh, I got a 1. Alright. Modified. So, group. Sorry, what? Modified. Uh, unmod- modified. Modified? Wow. Yeah. Why natural and modified? It just it, it works out. <laughs> god, oh my god! So well. Oh um, my god! We're level three. Oh shit! We are, aren't we? Okay, two. Sorry, fuck. But you started with it. Yep. Yeah. So, um, all right, uh, Grix, you're kind of walking closer to the conduits, taking a look, doing your I'm a maintenance professional thing, uh-huh. checking on shit. Uh-huh. And as you're walking along, you suddenly get incredibly cold. Uh-oh. Like your breath is showing. Uh-oh. 
and then you take another step and you're warm again. Oh. Hey, uh... And you take another step and you're cold again. Uh-oh. What's, uh... There seems to be a pattern Did we already here. turn the left-hand corner? Yes. Sorry. Yeah, so you, you went to the right, you went around the corner. Um, did we also see, uh... Did we see the same thing that they saw on the bonds and... There is no door on the opposite okay. wall for you. Just another corner-seeming thing far up ahead. Like 80, like 80 but, feet ahead. Yeah. But that is not what catches your attention as you watch Grix meander along, checking on things. Yeah, maybe I back up a little bit and like, hey, that's weird. It's really cold again. Yeah. Hey, Ericene. Huh? Grix is standing inside a very translucent looking person. Oh yeah, where? Greg uh, does, does like a 360. You're inside it. Oh, rude. Yes, you are very <laughs> rude. Ah, hey, uh, sorry. I jump out. All right. Ericene, uh, like approaches the translucent person and like tries to get their attention. What what does this person look like? I am double checking that right now so I don't fuck it up. Alright, so um this particular person appears to be an orc of some variety. Oh wow. Uh Ericene's gonna like hold up her hand. And is just kinda like leaning back against that conduit. Ericene like holds up her hand and like waves to try to get their attention. All right. Um, yeah, you're, you're looking pretty carefully at this character, and you see that their eyes follow your hand vaguely for a second, but before you're even done, like, waving it back and forth a few times, they appear to just kind of be looking off in the space again. Um, and, and real quick, now that you are paying attention, you see, um, as well, a goblin and an elf kind of sitting, leaning against the, uh, leaning their backs against the same wall full of conduits, who also sure seem a lot like ghosts. Hello? Uh, hi there. And I'm gonna, like, uh, try harder to get their attention, like, wave both my hands, like, give the give the lamp to Jaspar, like, wave both my hands okay. in front of their faces, um, takes... like, kind of get real close to them, and, you know. Yeah, um, you do lots of waving, jump up and down, whatever, and um, presumably you are both still saying things as well. It takes a few seconds of this, but eventually all of them do turn and kind of look at you. But they're not super distinct, so it's a little hard to, you know, read expressions or say for sure. But yes, all three ghosts are looking at you. I'm going to be like, what happened? Um, Make a charisma check for me, please. Yes. <gasps> oh, oh, that's great! I rolled a nineteen plus six. It's twenty-five. That's good. Um, 
Okay, so yeah, you make your charisma check. You fucking nail it by a country mile. Um, so a couple of things. Uh, you see, kind of, you're looking back and forth between everybody pretty quick here. Can you remind me of like what the what the what kind of people these are? Yeah, there's kind of a big masculine-looking orc, a smaller goblin who's sitting down of kind of indeterminate androgyniness, and an elf who appears to be presenting in a femme fashion. But again, these are all ghosts. Um, so, you know, things are squishy. Okay. Um... Yeah, so, um, but the other thing that you notice with that really fucking high check is, A, kind of in turn as you're looking at them, you see their lips move for kind of all three of them, although they don't appear to be saying very much. Like, it's just like a sentence or two, and then they stop. You don't hear anything, and it's, you know, you're not trained in reading lips, I don't believe, so. Um, like, you can see that they're talking, and given that they're facing you, presumably addressing you, but not anything beyond that. And the other thing you notice with that super high charisma check is that all of these clothes are deeply out of fashion. And you know when these clothes were popular, because they're the kind of clothes that your grandparents brought with them. Oh, like the hat. I'm like... Sadly, no such terrible hat is in evidence, but it's of the same several centuries ago. Like, this looks like stuff that was made on the ground. I'm like... I turn back to Jasper and I'm like, You see them? Yeah. You see the clothes they're wearing? Yeah. These are ground people. Um, can we go back to Wealthy and Vaughn's for just a second? <laughs> yeah, we cut back to Wealthy and Vaughn's who are being eaten by a much larger ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the other three of these people are distracted. Um, I, it's, been a, it's been a hot minute, and I can hear talking in there, and it doesn't seem like they're coming back. So um, I'd like Wealthy and Vaughn's to go in there. Vaughn's to wear this course of action. And oh, oh, Vaughn's complies. I mean, yeah, definitely hearing Vaughn's would definitely hear the uh, panic and whatever that's happening over in that direction. I wonder yeah. if Jasper is yeah. making any kinds of uh, reactions or noises as well. Uh, no. <laughs> no one Did you hear Jasper? Jasper? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if. Jasper sounds mostly bored all the time. I figure if Jasper had anything to say, he would say it. He was thinking, and then Wealthy wanted the camera back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't want, to, want the camera back. I just wanted, I've got an idea, and I wanted, I wanted, yeah, I felt so, like there was a way to get it, get me over there. Okay. Yeah, oh, you, what's you the start idea? making your way around the phone. So we're making our way over there. The idea is walking. It's very novel. Um, but, all right, so you were asking, you were telling Jasper, like, Look at their clothes. Yeah, I'm like, look at their clothes. Oh. They're ground. They're ground people. Ah. Yeah, it's Jasper makes his own intelligence check. Does all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure about it, but I mean, it's kind of a mix, right? Like it's all ground fashion, but you know, your grandparents, like rich person, ground fashion, but. The elf and the goblin, I think it's like, makes me feel like an asshole, but more lower class stuff. Yeah. So, that's as far as I can go. I mean, my 
You remember fashion history class. It did not go well for me. Oh my god. So, so regions, not so much, but definitely ground clothes for sure. You thought that the two, those two greens were the same and they just weren't. I maintain I was trying to speak in poetic terms. I know. I know. I know. Sweetie. Yeah, the teacher didn't buy it either. No, I know. It's okay. But yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. I mean, can you tell what they're- I feel like we should be more terrified about ghosts, honestly, but- Well, like, why would I? I mean, they're- Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just sad and upsetting. It's not like- Yeah, I was gonna say, it's just kind of sad. Can they do anything to us? Rex, do you know if ghosts can do anything to us? Is it the clothes or the ghosts that are sad and upsetting? The concept of ghosts. Hi, Vons, the ghosts. (laughs) Vons and Wealthy are here. (laughs) Oh, good. Um, Rex, you know one thing they can do? They can make you cold. Apparently. Um, just to confirm, so, just as Wealthy, um, just to confirm, you you guys haven't been able to talk to them? I tried to get, I mean, I got their attention, they looked at me, and, like, I asked them what was, like, what happened, and then, like, they looked like they were trying to say something, but it no, nothing came out. Can you do anything? Okay. Oh, can you do anything um, to make them talk? Or, like... I can try, I, I, I can try message... Which means that I can whisper messages and receive a reply with little chance of being overheard. Hmm. Um, the caster points a finger at one creature to be included in the spell effect and must mouth words and whisper, possibly allowing the opportunity to read lips. Magical silence blocks the spell, but otherwise, as long as the Casper, caster can see to Casper, caster can see the targeted creature, the message is heard. The creature who receives the message can whisper a reply that the caster hears. The spell doesn't transcend language barriers. So I'm thinking that a creature... I'm, I'm thinking that, that I can try it on these ghosts. Yep, you gotta pick one of them, though. Uh, I'm gonna pick... I'm gonna... Um, which one do you think I should talk to? Honestly... I think you should talk to the elf, because, like, what if the other ones don't speak, you know, like, what if you can't understand what the other ones are saying? Yeah, I lean towards that, too. Okay, then I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cast it, and, um, yeah. So okay. I'm going to walk up to the to this, this, this elf, elven specter, and I'm going to cast the spell. Okay. Um, Wealthy, do you speak Elvish? Um, I do not. Alright. Well, anyway, you're the person who talks first in this exchange anyway. No, I do! I'm sorry, I do speak Elvish. Oh, that works too. I speak Gnomish and Goblinoid as well. Damn. Yeah, Um, I have a lot of languages. I went to university. Yeah, so you you initiate this conversation through message, if I remember right, and then they can respond. Right. So... Um, who are you? So, what you get back, what language did you ask that in? Uh, I asked it in Elvish. Oh, right. 
what you get back is also elvish and also takes you for a fucking ride because it turns out languages change. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but luckily it's elvish, which is far more stable than like human languages or fox folk or something like that because people live a damn long time. So it's more like idioms are weird rather than like completely changing pronunciations. Um, but anyway, uh, so you ask who they are. And you kind of get a very quiet, slightly garbled, I'm not sure I remember. Totally. Okay. Um, I'm gonna... Hmm. What am I saying? I, te- I, I tell uh, my companions what the elf, ha- the, the specter has said back to me. If anybody's got any um, idea about what we should be asking, what them, happened? We ask them what happened. Ask them what happened. That's what. We, that's what we want to know. <laughs> okay. Do you know what happened to you that resulted in you being here? Are you saying this loud enough that I can hear that we can hear or like? No. Uh, it, yeah, we, I mean, I can whisper it, but there's no need for me to, it, there's no need for me to whisper because I'm not trying to be, oh, sure. um, secretive. I'm gonna say, yeah. um, not, don't ask, do they know what happened? Ask them what happened. Like, I'll, I'll just say it in okay. Elvish. <laughs> to you. Okay. Now that I know that you speak Elvish. What happened to bring you here? Sorry, checking the duration on the message, which is one round a level, which I believe, and definitely in this case, will be levels that you have. So each of these exchanges is going to take one round, just for simplicity. Um, so you've checked off one of your three. Um, but you ask, okay, what happened? It's a little fuzzy, but I remember right before the city took off, the corruption got in, and... It didn't take me, but I'm guessing I didn't make it, given that's the last thing I remember. Okay, I relay that to um, my companions. Ericene, like, puts her hand over her her mouth and just goes, Oh, God. <sighs> oh, that's so upsetting. Yeah. this is th- It's very upsetting. Uh, okay, so um, I only have the ability to ask one more question. Until you have to recast message again. Um, and I don't know if you have it prepped in a second slot. Uh, I have an idea. Okay. Um, okay. I have, uh, I have influence, which might get them to be a little bit more forthcoming. But like... Um, I also have message as well. Oh. And I speak Elvin. So if we have more questions, I, I can pry. Okay, so you guys think... You think you died. You don't think the corruption killed you, but the cor- but you don't think you survived the mountain going up. Huh. Is that your last question? No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> asking a question. I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to summarize what they're saying. If anybody has a really good question to ask, listeners, you don't count. The listeners totally count if they can manage to make us hear them right now. Mike? Just yell real loud into that phone, radio, whatever. Dial one for... Yeah, good luck. Yell harder. 
yell harder. That everybody else who's in the car and or bus with you right now, they'll one they'll look sideways at you. It'll be fine. Just yell real hard. That's just a sign it's working. <laughs> um, I don't know. Can we help them somehow? Like this is terrible. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! I know why. Why are you still here? Okay. Why are you still here? I say in Elven. We're in this room because it's warm in here, warmer than elsewhere, and as far as why we're still here, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't even tell you how much time has passed since I talked to someone else, so just kind of fades in and out, I think. So I'm not sure why. And I tell my companions this is the most tragic thing Uh ever. Pretty heartbreaking. But they don't know why they're still here. Ericene? actually like for real starts crying because that is the most upsetting thing that she has maybe ever heard (sighs) from anyone like that is a that is horrifying yeah just a bit um and she goes and like hugs jaspar i was gonna say vons you're being handed a lamp and a book that's like the size of your torso (laughs) oh yeah vons is gonna fumble that no question um, probably gonna try you to like put a the lamp and a book is set down on the floor next to you. Uh, he's re- no, Vance is gonna respect a book. He doesn't want to get that to get like wet or stepped on or anything. So he's it's, gonna hold okay. that and like put the lamp it's like between his teeth or something. Oh, okay, it's a little dry is good. Not good. It's scuffed up. Anyway, yeah. Basically, Jasper was freeing his hands and gives Eric. Is is a there hug. <laughs> anything in this room? Um, anything that looks like damage or something like that that indicates, uh. What might have happened to these three? Uh, intelligence check. Oh, come on. Oh, God. And my intelligence is plus two. 19. This doesn't sound bad. Um, Going through your head about what you've seen so far and looking around, uh, you don't see anything that seems to indicate there was any sort of catastrophic damage at some point in here. Okay. Like, nothing in here seems... Yeah, nothing in here seems like it was even, like, repaired from catastrophic damage, as far as you can tell. Okay, and they're here because it's warmer than elsewhere. Yes. So, it doesn't necessarily mean that they died here. But they don't remember where they died, so there's no use asking... Having Grix ask them where they died. I wonder... I wonder where the rest of them are. It can't be just them. So they uh, they said that it was warmer here. I wonder if uh, if that's got something to do with it. Like like why they're here here. I mean, well, they said it's warmer than other places. Uh, I wonder so, if we can get like a portable space heater and then like help them out so that they can haunt <laughs> other places. <laughs> well, like that would. This is a weird escort mission, but that I'm here would, for. Like, use more, <laughs> but like that would use more magical power and like. If them being in here is just, like, ambient magical power. Oh my god, I wonder if you can- I wonder if we can only see them because they're in here, because there's so much magical power or whatever around. Or because it's so warm. Well, like, is it very much like moths, but for magic. Ian, I'm sorry, is it actually warmer in here, or is it- Yes, um- yeah, that mostly came up for Wealthy and Grix because they got really close to the conduits, but now that you're closer, yeah, it is. Okay. Significantly warmer in here than the surrounding caves. 
Um, you you know by now that the magical conduits tend to give off heat, and you're next to a lot of them. Is there? So there there's this big square empty space in the middle that we walked around. Well, I mean, there's a wall that, as far as you can tell, is surrounding a square. Right. Amount of space. I yes. think we should try and see what's like on the inside, right? Yeah, I feel suspicious about that. Like, is there, is there anything inside of this wall? Let's keep going around. Did you say that as Grix, or did you say that as Wit? Yeah, yeah, that was Grix. Yeah, I think we should keep going around. Okay. Well, I, I can tell you that what what Vons and I found on the other side was a room very similar to this. We had a different, a, um, a an extra door set it's layout. It's like a hallway. How did you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, well, I mean, like, we didn't see ghosts down there, though, did we? It, we didn't see any ghosts. It was really warm, but at the same time, um, you know, it it's it's got the feeling of the start of a maze. So it's not necessarily the uh, the thermal temperature so much as the amount of ambient magic flow. Is am, are we getting that right, Ian? I have not given you that information one way or another. <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to figure out that information. Is there a role I can well, make? I, I'm I'm hypothesizing. Sorry, I think do, we have. Do like I need to do a test? I think we have two different questions going on here. One is: Is the room that we're in like? Would we consider that like the room that we're in is like? We've all been in the same room since we came through the doors from the hallway, or would we consider that like? We came through a door, we came through another door, and now we're in a hallway. Like, It feels more like you're in a room, with because you can see that there's another corner in front uh-huh. of you. Given the layout, and especially that on your side there don't appear to be any doors leading out, and the description that Wealthy has given you, it seems more like you're in a room with a big obstruction in the center rather than like a series of hallways. Okay. Like, it feels like you're still in the same space as when you entered from the smaller so hallway. So since we, like, separated and then came back together, we have never been in a different rooms. Yeah, you have not crossed through any th- crossed, crossed any thresholds okay, or anything okay. like that. Does that help everybody else? Because that helped me. Kind of. I'm, I'm having a hard time seeing it, but that it's doesn't... It's like we're in a big square room that has a smaller square room inside it that we haven't been able to see into yet. Okay... Okay, I can see that. So, like, you all went around one side of the square, and we went around the other side of the square, and then you came back around to our side of the square, and we still yeah, haven't I heard been obstruction, at the opposite not square. end of the square. <laughs> okay, so I heard okay. obstruction, not square. Is is this literally like a... a square-shaped obstruction. I was just trying to make it clear at that. Okay, and it there's no entrance... Like a room with a square room is... Aaron put it in the center, not I happen to be going through a series of hallways that are weirdly all the same length. Okay, so this obstruction in the center doesn't seem to have an entrance or exit to it? We haven't gone around to the other end of the square (laughs) yet. So we came in on one edge (laughs) of the square. (laughs) We went around both sides, but we didn't get to the opposite edge of the square. We're still we on there like, the you know the right side of the square. Right. So wealthy and I just explored the left side yes. of the square, and found then, another hallway yes. down that direction, and we didn't uh, 
So while yeah. we've experienced the uh, the west and the east of the square, we haven't experienced the north of it yet. Yes, exactly. Got it. Okay. okay, this makes a lot more sense. Are this we makes all, a lot more we're sense. all on okay. the same page now? I haven't yeah, we need to discover what's on the while. north end of that square before yep. we can really okay. know anything more about this. We head space. to the north okay. end yeah. of the square. I think. I think. I think. In order to help the the specters, that we really need to. Um, Figure out what's going on in this yes. room. Yep. Okay, Agreed. second question. It's really warm yep. in here. Correct. It's warmer the entire when you space get is close warm. to the, the magical conduits. Is that just because of the ambient heat of the magic conduits? Or is that because of something else that we could tell is going on? Grix, make an intelligence check. Because you would know best out of this group. I'm assuming that it's just ambient heat from the magic i got really high very very high well over 20 congratulations that confirms exactly what you're thinking it is it seems to scale with the heat you would be expecting from these conduits just kind of be radiating off there doesn't appear to be any additional kind of heat source in here okay or it doesn't feel like super off at any point so if we're comparing magic in this world to electricity which we have on occasions before Uh Uh, is this a situation where magic, once it meets resistance, creates heat, or is magic inherently warm? It's magic. It probably depends. But at least for <laughs> conduits, when it's run through them, it tends to create heat. Okay. So any point where there's a lot of magic will inherently have a lot of heat, whether or not there's a lot of resistance. It's possible. Basically, okay. from your experiments as an alchemist, just having a large concentration of magic in one place would not make something warm. On its own. Okay. That varies depending on the kind of magic, what it's being used for, blah, 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 blah. Sure. So, in general, a giant ice orb would not be hot. So, the magical conduits and everything that are running to this point, this appears to be a nexus of some kind, or else all of these folks wouldn't have wound up in this same space. Um, Yeah. Agreed. Right. So, that means that something drew them to here from other places, probably following the conduits that meet here. Uh, it seems like a bummer that they're all stuck in the same place and they don't sound particularly happy about being here. And instinctively, that inclines me to extricate them, help them find some place at least more entertaining to spend their eternity. <gasps> but I don't know. Maybe they're maybe this is ultimately their their content space. It sounds like they'd be a lot happier haunting a Ruladrin bar somewhere else. Who among us would not be? <laughs> sure. <laughs> How much of this did you say in character? <laughs> uh, I don't think Vaughn's has this presence of mind. Although, although, uh, at, well, I don't think Vaughn's has this uh, level of <sighs> verbal acuity right now. Like, I, I have a feeling that Vaughn's is a little too still hyped up and wired. Vaughn's is thinking... Uh, about all of this magic and about where it's going and why there's so much here and why Vance is curious. He's suddenly very concerned with why the magic is spilling out here and why it's creating such a mess and why all the ghosties are, um, you know, how tangible are these ghosts? What do these ghosts eat? Not very. Do they do they smell like anything at all? Uh, what color are they? 
I don't think he's saying much of anything. Uh, he's he's probably just investigating all of this stuff, and you get to watch him like sniff the ghosts and poke at them a bit. Okay, well. Okay, Wealthy says, I think we need to see if we can get in to this, to find out where these conduits are running to, and I think it's whatever's inside this wall that we haven't been able to get through yet. And maybe on the north side of the wall, where none of us have gone before, we can figure start trying to figure yes, that out. let's please go yep. around. Okay, that sounds like a really good sp- spot. Is north side of the wall or north side of the room? North side of the... North side of the room, so that we yes. can see whatever the subtraction okay. is. You go, you walk to the north side of the room, you go around a corner, and you see something we'll get into next time. Okay! <laughs> yeah. Primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, or on Twitter at primeattribute, or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our dankest memes. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Thanks, Aaron! Our logo was designed by Adam. Great job, Adam! Editing this week by Aaron. Thanks again, Aaron! We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Yeah, so you go and... Did she just Bruce down. Willis? No? No. <laughs> um, I, I cannot make that mentally work. <laughs> Besides, the sixth sense also has ghosts Which in it. Which one of us would um, be the kid then? Yeah, that's oh. kind of my question too. Did she just Osmond? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never Osmonding. <laughs> you have never seen that movie. I, I, if you had don't, ch- it's very boring. If you had challenged Nothing me happens. on it, there's no twist. If you had challenged me on it, I probably would have said that you had. But when every time you say it, I'm like, okay, sure. Are ghosts people? That is a difficult question for me. Suddenly I'm thinking of power pellets. We're in a maze. There's ghosts. Um...